What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 557th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. I'm your host, Steve. With me is Greg. Hello. I am mad at you. Yeah. Because I showed up an hour late, like you said, to the Slowpoke Community Day, because you said, they'll just do it an hour late. So I got there at three, and it had been going on for an hour. (laughs) (laughs) How dare you? You were the Slowpoke. I was the Slowpoke. I, I... Was in St. Paul. You showed up uh, during lunchtime. You showed up at a good I time. I did. Well, I was like, <laughs> I got there and they're like, oh, we're going to go eat. And I'm like, what? We don't do that till five. <laughs> we did it early. Uh, Will and I were hungry because we I was up and well, Will move. Yeah. I was there helping Will move too. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But you, you weren't there when we decided to get lunch. Correct. Because I showed up at three like you said I should. <laughs> Hannah also here. I am. I was touring apartments this last week, and when I opened my phone to check and see if there was a Pokestop or a gym anywhere in reach of the apartment I was touring, I got into a great conversation with the person who was showing me around about <laughs> Pokemon Go, and that's one of the reasons I love that game. That's one of the reasons I keep loving that game, because so many people play that game. So <laughs> are, are you on top of, like, five Pokestops? Yeah. Not five, just one if I do get that apartment, but one is more than none. That's true. Didn't they, for a while, in apartment listings and real estate listings, have Pokemon stops listed? I think that was a thing for yes. a very short time. Did they that really? the yeah, that was that was for sure a thing for a short time. That's amazing. I wish they were still there. Yeah, it's not as popular. Seven years in, the game's boring. <laughs> and then they, and then there were some uh, houses that rushed to build one of those like little libraries. Oh yeah, that mm-hmm. happened. Well, that happened all over my neighborhood long before they do our Pokestops. Yeah, that keeps happening regardless of Pokemon Go. There are so many I want to make into Pokestops, but I think they're not being accepted as Pokestop submissions anymore. <laughs> they're not vital. <laughs> the most there is this one house that has the worst books in there. And I look at that and think, one, why did you buy these books? And two, nobody's going to take them even free. They have been yeah. sitting in there now for a year and a <laughs> half, untouched and unloved. But I will tell you, the one house in my neighborhood that changed it, they made these, there's a little puzzle library, so there's puzzles in there. And because oh. when you're done with the puzzle, what are you going to do with it? You break it apart, and then you give it to somebody else. That thing is hopping. The puzzle library always has new inventory. Yeah. The strange I... <laughs> conservative political household that's got like a Tucker Carlson book in there from like 1984 nothing's moving out of that thing. You need to go and replace all those books. <laughs> I don't want to touch them. I, yeah, fair. Put some, put some D&D books in there. <laughs> oh, there's a, there was a D&D house for a while that I did look through there. I'm like, I have all this. Mm, okay. All right. Well, we have uh, some Pokemon news today. Uh, Decidueye's first weekend is done, so we're going to probably start off talking about that first. Uh, the 3DS eShop is closing, which I think is in like two, like, Seven days or something. I got dates. Um, uh, we got some TCG <laughs> stuff. Uh, and then uh, we got a new character coming to Pokemon Masters. So that's what we're going to tackle today. We have a new character in Pokemon Unite. Yeah, but something that was well, something to be on the chopping block. You just hate Gudra because Gudra is slimy. Mm, uh, Gudra's fine. <laughs> it's okay. No, it's, you know, it's not a top tier XY Pokemon. No there are so many people who are excited about it. 
It's a cute Pokemon. Yeah, it's a cute pseudo-legendary. It makes things rain. Gumi was for sure game. one of those Pokemon in X and Y where I felt like everyone liked it, regardless of what it evolved into. Like I felt like mm-hmm. everyone saw Gumi on that route that was rainy in the mud, and then everyone caught it and added it to their team. Except for me, because I like to win. Oh, oh, heck no. I do not need <laughs> snot on my team. Thank you very much. No, thank you. Hard pass. It, it's a Pokemon that makes me feel a little iffy about it, but I like it regardless. <laughs> you feel iffy about it because you've seen that in your Kleenex when you had a cold. <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's start off with uh, Decidueye. Start off with the Scarlet and Violet stuff. Uh, Decidueye was the fifth seven-star raid. We had Charizard, Cinderace, Greninja, Pikachu, and now Decidueye. Um, it was the Flying Terra type. It was uh, uh, an event. Yeah. I-, I had an amazing experience. Four friends and I all brought Bex Calibers. A whole lineup. <laughs> we went in and the game said, Decidueye is awed by your awesomeness. And then it just went to the catch screen. Got it. That was- Got it. <laughs> caught it. But then after that, I did uh, the postcard transfer for Vivian, and my entire switch dissolved in my hands. So I don't have proof. I don't even have a switch anymore because it got eaten. You got feathered, danced into oblivion. Yep. Decidueye ended up being uh, Brave Nature, uh, which is attack up, speed down. Uh, although, like I've said before, I will say it again, speed does not matter in raids, especially when the computer gets to decide they want to go four times in a row. Like, what does, <laughs> yeah. like, what does speed matter mm-hmm. at that point? Uh, it needs the move set Brave Bird, Leaf Blade, Spirit Shackle, uh, Air Cutter, which is a special move. Um, the other ones were physical. Feather Dance, low Sword kick. Stance, low and Low Kick. Yeah, yeah, Low Kick was the pain in the butt. Yeah, and so I've been I've been building uh, raid Pokemon for people to use, and it's like really humbling and like super nice and what maybe flattering. I don't know what the word is, but like people being like, I, I don't know how to build Pokemon, so I wouldn't be able to do these raids without these builds which is on the opposite side there are people that are like these are way too easy so i mean you're gonna you're you're always gonna hear both right you're always gonna hear people being like surprise not everyone is good at pokemon right a lot of people like pokemon but not everyone is particularly good at it so i think i do think game freak has struck a good balance with raids being difficult but not too difficult doable but like maybe you fail once or twice like i do think there's a there's a pretty good balance there and this one seems slightly easier there are definitely more people saying this one's way too easy versus way too hard this is the one i failed the most yeah Yeah. uh um interesting well my issues i only i did six of them and in three of them i got menu stalled so i don't i don't know (laughs) i've won Uh, most of them even with random people yeah, the I mean people, the random ones that I did. People are bringing better counters. Also, I mean, one. I don't think people are bringing better counters. They're bringing <laughs> that they're bringing the Pokemon they've been bringing since day one, which is Miraidon. Like well, Mirai, yeah. like Miraidon and Coridon are like the top five most brought Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean Miraidon. It just I did bring, works this time. Right, correct, I did bring my It just works this time. <laughs> yeah. Like they're br- they're bringing a Pokemon with incredibly high base stats that sets up electric terrain, which is incredibly helpful for everyone else, and just happens to resist two of the four. Well, technically three because air cut resists air cutter too. Because um, spirit shackle and low kick are neutral. So, I I the reason that um 
the reason that I've I saw fails is just people still doubting or struggling to know how powerful something like sword stance is. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. It's like not that big of a deal, right? Like uh, I think I, I I don't think I failed Pikachu at all. This is not a break, anyways. This is just like recapping. Like I don't, I think I failed Cinderace like once. I don't think we've ever failed Charizard. I'm talking about like me and my raid group. I ended up doing 30 Decidueye and I think failed Decidueye like five times out of like 30, 30 successful raids, five fails. Um, and again, it was just people being like, okay, raid shield went up. That's when he normally swords dances, swords, swords dances, swords, swords dancing. <laughs> I think there's always that like, okay, he doesn't have that much health left. Let's attack. But it's like his attack is mm-hmm. now doubled. And then all of a sudden you see two, three Pokemon. Everyone dies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, yeah. which uh, the thing I want to talk about is every raid boss up to this point did two things before they started. Um, so like Charizard would overheat and then reset his stats. Uh, Greninja would set up Stealth Rock and then double, not Stealth Rock, <laughs> uh, Toxic Spikes and then double <laughs> yeah, yeah. team. Pikachu would Rain Dance, then Surf. Cinderace would bulk up and then usually like Acrobatics or High Jump Kick. Um, this is the first seven star raid that didn't do anything right off the bat. And I wonder if that is because they tested opening it with Sword Stance and it was just way too powerful. Probably. And that's what I based my Pokemon builds on, like the calculations for that is like, okay, what happens if um, Decidueye is adamant? Uh, Decidueye ended up being brave, which is like the same thing as adamant. It is uh, attack up. <laughs> I guess it could like like it, the special attack being down would affect air cutter, but air cutter is such like a weak move anyways. I'm not 100% sure like why they needed to have that move there. But like all of my calculations were uh, adamant plus two brave bird, adamant plus two leaf blade, adamant plus two spear shackle, and adamant plus two low kick. Which is funny because like low kick was like the eh, maybe he doesn't have it, but if he does have it, it kind of like makes most ice Pokemon pretty obsolete. But yeah, he did have it right. Like so when I when I build Pokemon, I try to build for the worst case scenario, right? Like if I was like okay, I think I think Avalug is the best Pokemon here. And then all of a sudden, there's a 1% Decidueye has low kick and I like 200 people built Avalug and then low kick comes and one shots them. It's like, well, like I put all these resources into a Pokemon that dies right away. So I try <laughs> yeah. to always build of like, what's the worst case scenario? Um, because again, uh, you know, if, if something's getting one shot, if Decidueye or any other Pokemon has that move, then it's it's really not that useful. So that's why electric Pokemon were really, really beneficial. But yeah, it was interesting that Decidueye didn't, it didn't even like start off with doing anything like it could have opened with like feather dancing you, but maybe that would have been too tough. It could have opened up with sword dance, but that would have been like too, like I think the tough thing was Cinderace was like a hard hitting acrobatics right off the bat, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Or Charizard was like, overheat's pretty powerful, but it wasn't boosted, but then Charizard reset its stats, so it didn't have that, like, negative two or one. I don't remember what overheat does. So Yeah. I mean, Decidueye clears your stats on the second turn. Yeah. That's true. So that's as close as it gets to a, an opening. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> which, which, I, which I think is, like, pretty clever, right? Because most people boost their stats turn one, and then Decidueye resets it. But I, I just wonder if in, like, testing, they were like, 
oh, Decidueye opening up with Swords Dance is too strong. That would be my guess because yeah, if, if Decidueye opens it. with Swords Dance before anybody else can boost any of the defense in any way, I I mean, you can see halfway through a raid when everybody just starts to die. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there, There's probably like five people listening being like, well, I just one-shot it. And and yeah, that's fine. Like, if if you're if you're playing with a group of people or or somebody doesn't have Maridon or you don't one shot it and shield goes up, that's where the the problems happen. They start there. I I think I think it I think it was an okay raid. I do love seven star raids. There's a lot that like I think I liked Pikachu the most because it just kind of felt so unique. Um, mm-hmm. into. And like, yeah, he was holding a held item, and and once you realized you could like knock off the held item with the move knockoff, <laughs> Pikachu became significantly weaker. Uh, but I I did really like this raid. I wish there was a little bit more variety. Um, in I don't know. I I do think that I I, I think I said this pretty early on. I almost kind of wish that raids. It doesn't solve it in this problem, obviously, because I think Maridon is so powerful. So, like, it doesn't really solve the issue. I'm like the the suggestion I'm about to bring up. But I kind of wish like raids were like only one Pokemon could come in. So if like somebody locked in Maridon, no one else could lock in Maridon. Or oh, if somebody, I see what you're saying. If somebody uh, locked in Belly Bolt, obviously that would probably had to be, be unique on a team. Yeah, uh, that would be that would be probably frustrating for. Uh, some people are like if their only Pokemon they've ever built is Iron Hands and they've never yeah. built another single Pokemon and the only thing they know how to do is hit Belly Drum and then uh, Thunder Punch or Wild Charge. I don't know. I feel like I feel like I think the reason Decidueye didn't feel like that eventful is like when you go in and there's just three other Maridon sitting next to you and you're just like, yeah, we just four legendaries yeah. against uh, a Decidueye. It just it, it doesn't feel like um, this like epic seven star thing that maybe... Maybe, maybe the, you know, Game Freak never advertised as like this. I feel like they did, though. I feel like they did advertise like seven stars as like, these are really hard, challenging bosses. And then when you're looking at Decidueye and four legendaries are on your side, you're just like. I don't know. I went in there with my belly bolt to a whole other team of Maridon <laughs> and, I, and I thought, we've got this. Yeah. I don't have to worry about there being an Azumarill on the team and it just dying and taking our whole timer out. We've, we've got this. We're good. And. I mean, it sure makes it easier, but you want to win the raid. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, mean, I think like, it makes it easier if you're coordinated. I still think. Oh, yeah, I mean, sure. I went into a lot of items that were a hot, hot mess and yeah. did not did not like there's no way we're doing this. None. <laughs> there's I mean, what did you go into with a preserver that was only level fifty four? I did. <laughs> like, yeah, there's still there's still a lot of hot mess out of the general public that that they have to contend with. So I mean, I think I think it would be interesting if you could s- establish difficulty too. Like if you could say, you know, there's normal, hard, and extreme, and they would give different reward levels. Oh, like, sure, sure. Like mm. here's hard for randoms. Here's it, you know, here like here's normal for randoms. Here's hard for a decent group. And then if you have a dedicated raid group, try for extremes. You'll get much better rewards. But this is going to be really hard and take coordination. I think that generally, in my viewpoint, I've run into it in most online games, works better because 
you can still get rewards and still do it and get the the base thing like everybody's still going to get their decidui but you can attempt to push yourself and push your group to more extreme things if you want to and it doesn't block the thing off from the more casual player i wonder what the percentage of people just doing it once and then not doing it all like i wonder because on on the flip side there i feel like there are also people that are i tried it twice i couldn't do it i just gave up yeah Mm -hmm. i mean i think I think there's a lot of people that get the decision and then don't see a reason to continue. I'm one of those people like I played that night, but I'm not going to do the second weekend probably because I don't think the rewards are good enough for my time. Vitamins and shards are good enough in the sense if of you're like, someone who uses them. Yeah, but it, like I feel like you you if you like the seven star raids, even if you just like them to do them maybe five or six times like the vitamins. And the shards are are useful for the next seven star raid or not like directly useful. I'm not saying like the next Pokemon's going to be weak to like flying, <laughs> but like, yeah, it is nice now that I know that I have like 999 uh, f- dragon, 999 uh, poison, 999 fighting. Like mm-hmm. it feels like there's a relief of like I have I can change those. <laughs> you don't have to worry about getting them if you ever need to. And it kind of it kind of like steamrolls and stacks uh, because like you know people, at least in my perspective, people come in and they're like, "How do you have so much money in Sword and Sh- or Scarlet and Violet?" And it's like, "Well, I don't have to buy like four out of the six vitamins because the last raids have given me so much that like now I'm to the point where I have max vitamins, so I can just power up a Pokemon really quick." And then okay, like the only one I'm missing right now is like HP, so the only vitamins I do have to buy is HP indirectly gives you more money because you're not spending uh, but again i'm probably building more pokemon than the yes average person <laughs> yeah you're i mean i, d- I don't even pokemon. use vitamins i just do it the old slow way the Been old here. the old slow poke way the old slow poke <laughs> way generally because i need to i mean i can just sit here for a while and do this game for a bit like there's not much else for me to do yeah and the tarot shards are a really good reward but they're a really good reward if you're thinking ahead they're not a great reward immediately. Yeah, it's not like I'm finishing Cinderace and I'm like, okay, I'm changing four Pokemon to fighting Tara. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so they're I, not I, as fun to get. They're, yeah, it would be cool if there was maybe an extra bonus difficulty that maybe only unlocked if you... I think that's how it worked in Destiny. I mean, I think that's actually how it worked in Final Fantasy XIV. Like, if you did the base raid, it would unlock a yeah. harder version. Yeah, you could go and... You could go and- do the quest to unlock the harder version yes. i like i do like feel bad for people who struggle again like somebody somebody could be like well just get a ride on and and metal sound three times and use charge and then attack and do it solo it's like okay well number one like if they're doing it solo they probably don't have nintendo online to like trade with somebody number two who's to say they have violet what if they got scarlet right like like I don't know, like half. I don't I think actually Violet sold much better, but like 40%, maybe it was like six to four, like people bought the other game and they don't have Scarlet. Scarlet and they don't have means to trade. But also like I could imagine going back to what Greg said, like I was joining random raids because I that's like that's that's like my new that's like my new pastime. I'm like, I need to see what pe- <laughs> I need to see what people are bringing. <laughs> and like you do see some ride on people just making the weirdest plays ever. Um, but 
I was like, I love seeing what people are bringing. Uh, but like, yeah, we we brought we I went into a raid and I was like, one person locked in Maridon. The host had a Berserker and I was like, mmm, low kicks. That's not super good. But, you know, you're the host and everyone else is locking in. And then like the Berserker dies like instantly. And you're like, OK, the Berserker comes back, dies instantly. I'm like, mmm, all right. I, like, I don't remember Berserker being that weak. And then so you like <laughs> go over and you hover above it. And it's like, oh, the Berserker is only level 54. And you just like, it's like one, you, you question what's happening with this Berserker player, right? You're like, question, like, did they just get the game? Did they miss the other seven star raids? Do they, did, like, they, they had to have completed five star raids in order to unlock six star raids. And six star raids are level 90 when you battle them. Obviously, when you catch them, they drop down to 75. Did they did they not do any six star raids? Definitely possible. Possible. Was, was there was this their first decidui and they didn't realize it had low kick? Why preserver? <laughs> like just why preserver? <laughs> why not preserver? <laughs> it just and then I think about the other people, right? Cuz like I mean, all lost. Maybe not. Maybe not everything is lost on Berserker, right? We we don't know if Berserker player is going to jump back in with like a different Pokemon, right? They learned their lesson, but I could imagine somebody else just joining and then being like, "Oh, we lost," but not realizing that the Berserker was level fifty four. Because like honestly, that's like an auto loss. That is like, yeah. I I don't know how anyone like even if even if like that, that Maridon player was like, "Oh, I'm gonna." Uh, metal sound three times charge and then electro drift right like theoretically the other three players don't need to do anything and maridon could the- theoretically one shot it because that they preserker- need to do is stay alive right but because that preserver player dies once the raid shield's going to go up relatively quickly which makes the metal sound strategy useless which then all of a sudden that decidui it's very easy to see how these things steamroll yeah they snowball real real oh, yeah, real snowball is a better word but again, like going back to like the other people that are like, okay, I'm going to join a random raid. Okay, we failed it. Maybe they don't even understand why they failed it. They join an X raid. It's another group of three different people. And again, could be same issue of like this person's bringing a level like 85 backscalibur and they're getting low kick twice or they're getting spirit shackle twice and they're dying. And it's like, this is unwinnable. And that like. And then you see a whole part of the community are like, I just want to solo it because I do not want to play with the level 54 Berserker or the level whatever Baxcalibur. But then they run into their own issues of like uh, not having that type of support. Because again, the rate can go much, much smoother if your opponent is setting up a reflect, if your opponent is heal cheering, if your opponent is or you're not your opponent, your, your teammates versus having a Pokemon that can do enough damage, but also survive, but also hoping that your NPCs are good enough, right? Like, if you, if you, if you did Decidueye with a Arcanine, who cares? Every time that Arcanine dies, he's coming in and intimidating, and that's, like, super beneficial versus, like, Arboliva, which is, like, removing your electric train every other turn. <laughs> yeah, I had... I did do a solo one just to see who the MP- NPCs brought. And it did bring it up. <laughs> and I'm like, well, that's exciting. <laughs> I don't like we have a constant terrain battle going on at this very moment. It never ends. Like in fighting. 
like the solo thing is almost like a randomized difficulty in like yeah praying that you get an intimidator uh and like praying you just don't get something that like that's not like the kind of difficulty i'm not asking for (laughs) like it's just like i don't want to like quit the raid and then restart and like hope i get arcanine and then with like the online stuff it's not difficult like it's not harder because somebody brought a level 54 berserker it's just like a guarantee fail which wastes everyone's time and like yeah maybe they don't know but i think they're i think they just need more information communicated i also kind of wish two things i wish that there was like well i wish the game didn't like lock up and freeze when you're in cheer menus but like i kind of wish there was like an advanced mode where i could turn on and see stat increases and stat decreases and like their move i I like that i don't know that information shouldn't be like your teammates move information should not be hidden if if your team like and you can hit the y button and then go in and like hover across it and see that but that's taking away time that sometimes you need so i know not everyone needs that but it would be nice if there was like some advanced mode to be like like is reflect up right now i think it's turn four i think it's kind of hard to keep track of turns when decidui is just like oh we're i'm just gonna attack three times in a row it's like what turn am i on yeah you know what we know what this game really needs though martin in soul rock true very true i hear he's gonna be an eight star raid boss hold his weight every time just kept kept it locked down had a strategy did that strategy would never be deterred from that strategy the other thing that i don't know if this was intentional or not or if game freak just doesn't maybe play test their games but when you hit the y button to like hover above somebody right like so i was like let me check this. This Maridon's dying a whole lot. Let me check this Maridon. Okay, this Maridon's like, it is level 100. I'm not actually sure why it's dying. My guess would be like, it's it's like not EV trained, maybe. But like, there was a Maridon in one of my raids. It died twice pretty quickly. So I like hit the Y button. I hovered above it. I was like, oh, it's level 100. It's dragon terror type, which means it's like the ride Pokemon. Um, because the electric terror type Maridon is the one you catch in area zero. And I was like, oh, okay, well, it's just dying a lot. And then I go to attack. And then by default, it's hovered over that Maridon <laughs> because it's the last one I looked at. And it's, I know, like, other people have, like, made this mistake where you attack your own teammate. But you're, like, literally looking at your teammate's stats, which is, like, something that, one, the game allows you to do. And two, like answers a lot of questions especially if like the maridon is like level 70 right like you're getting a lot of vital information by like looking at your teammates stats but like for the game to be like well the last thing you were looking at was maridon so that's what we think you want to chilling water like no like why why is that the default quit being a lucky loo quit Peeping on other people's like, biz. I already have to spend Stay in your own pee so biz. So much time. Stop anybody else's. I'm wasting valuable rate time to look at my teammates to like better evaluate the situation because I got seven minutes to go. Oh, we're probably going to fail this. And then I go to attack and it's my team. Well, you were looking at them. We're going to attack the last thing this you were looking This is why at. everybody says Steve throws hard and he does. He throws hard. 
I, I think the raids are like really fun. There's just they're they're just like two steps away from being I don't know, maybe perfect's not the right word, but they're there's there's work that could be done. There are small things that could make them better. Again, I think that so many people default to solo because level 54 berserkers are just specifically berserker by the way no i'm just saying <laughs> yeah if you're playing berserker this is all your fault 10 percent, maybe 20 percent. i'm throwing out numbers here i think some <laughs> problems would be alleviated <laughs> if you knew before the raid what level the other pokemon were right like if again if i if i saw that the raid host was a level 54 berserker i'd be like okay i'm out and I think other people would also be like, I'm out. And then the Berserker guy would be like, why is no one joining? Everyone keeps leaving. Yeah, because we see that your Berserker is level 54. <laughs> they would also be able to see that everybody else is level 100. Yeah. It oh, would yes, also be yes. nice if the game said you should be at this level for these raids yeah. instead of just leaving it as a big secret. Like, why? Yeah, why, why, doesn't, why? The raid, why doesn't the raid just say this Pokemon is level 100? Like, yeah. why doesn't it just say that? <laughs> why doesn't it, why, like, like, most dungeons and raids I do say you must be at this level and have this level of equipment to be able to do this. It's not a hard thing to implement. It doesn't ruin the fun. Oh, okay, I know what I need to be prepared to go into this. That's not, that's like setting proper expectations. I don't know why, I don't know why, well... There's a lot of things I don't understand why they made their decisions. But that is one where it's just like, just put, just put a guide, put out an article, something. I mean, most of your articles are bad, but just like a press release, you should be level 100 for seven stars. One sentence. I wrote it for you. Tweet it. <laughs> Tweet it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, I again, I just think a lot of problems gets get solved if Yeah, there are a lot of minor changes that could help this, but that's a really really minor change. Even just being able to see the levels of the other players because you you can see what pokemon they're bringing. You can make the argument of like, well, if it says you must be level 90, I can't bring my like level 1 Shinx and do my level 1 Shinx tactic and it's like, yeah, I guess, but like if you really want it to be like difficult or like I don't bring a bring a bring a level one hundred Lechonk then like <laughs> like you can make your own difficulty right like I I don't know it's just, when that when is such a unique tiny tiny yeah thing. yeah yeah totally like, they're they're it's like the people that are you know it's kind of it goes back to the same argument of people being like man I wish I wish Pokemon would ins instill some rule where I don't where like I I can't use items in gym battles and it's like. Yeah, they could force that rule, but yeah. also, what if you just didn't use items? Like you, you, you are making that decision. Like, like, why does the why does Game Freak need to be like no items used in this gym? Like they don't. You could just decide that yourself. I feel like if they if I feel like maybe the pushback would be like, well, Game Freak says I need to be level ninety. This sucks. I wanted to bring my like level twenty Lechonk to this raid, and it's like that's not beneficial to anyone. But also like. If you want it to be hard, bring a level one. I, I promise you, it's still going to be yeah. probably pretty difficult with a level one hundred Lechonk. I mean, they're like, this is the same thing as like, why can't I bring four healers to a dungeon? Well, because 
you can't right <laughs> like that isn't that isn't how the game is designed plus they did build content for you where you can do that there is a separate place for you to be able to do that but not on other people's dime mm-hmm. right yeah i i yes. think the 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 problem is like wasting everyone else's time right like we like we we had a we had a raid where somebody um joined and they had 20 seconds left and they gosh i can't remember the first pokemon they had but it was a very bad choice for decidui and then they they switched to um flutter main which is also a very bad choice for decidui since one flutter main's weak to coast (laughs) secondly flutter main's defense is like 55 it's so terrible and they were like this is the and they they said in chat they were like this is the best pokemon i have and so, like, I, I was like, we can't, we can't win. Um, so I ended up attacking the Fluttermane just to end the raid faster. Like, Ow. just, like, we, we just need to, like, we cannot win this. Like, the, the Decidui is going to one-shot you if he, and I, sometimes Decidui doesn't make the, the best decisions. Uh, no, but. Yeah, sometimes the NPC is like, I'm just going to air cutter you. And it's like, this is the most useless move you have in this raid. Why are you air? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like, I watched a Decidueye swords dance and then air cutter twice. And I was like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I, that happened to me once. There was a time. But there's a time. Like, I was in a raid in Final Fantasy fourteen where there is a specific manic- mechanic in one of the raids where a bomb is placed on the tank. So they are bombed and they have to run away from the boss and everybody else because the bomb is going to go off. And raids take 45 minutes, right? It's a long series of bosses. And their priest friend thought it would be funny to pull with the priest move the tank into the group of everybody killing us all. And That's it's how like, teamwork works, right? And then they were surprised when they... When the vote went up to kick them from the raid and then seven people reported them to the game devs saying, don't let them don't let them join raids because it or like it's already 45 minutes of my time with a bunch of strangers. And then you just think that's funny and cute to literally force us to restart a fight that we are eight minutes into to relive another eight minutes for no reason. It is just. It's cute and funny to you, but I guarantee you to maybe one other person who watched that on YouTube. Everybody <laughs> else who was in that was having a miserable time and they yeah. don't like you and they are trying to figure out how do I never how do I ban this person? How do I block them? How do I never have to see them in anything I ever do again? Because that wasn't fun for me. That could have been my one time to do this raid and I lost it. It ruined my it it is like well I don't want to do solar rates because people like this exist. Like it is just it's fine to do it with your friends. If your friends want to do that and you want to see how it works, perfect. If you're doing it to random people, that is a garbage, garbage move. Yeah, the nice thing at least about the Pokemon stuff is the 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 more you die, the <laughs> the quicker yeah, the, the rate goes. It goes. <laughs> they burn down that timer real fast. <laughs> Yeah, I again, I think I'm curious to see what the next seven star is. I, I think I think overall, this is a good direction 
um, for Pokemon. I think raids in general were a good direction for Pokemon. Yes. Uh, yeah, I, I would. That's kind of one of the small, one of the many small but many reasons I didn't like BDSP. It just there was it was missing like that co-op content that Scarlet and Violet and uh, Sword and Shield had with like yeah. raid stuff. I mean, running around in a circle being like exclamation point, exclamation point was pretty okay, but like, I don't know, hallway simulator <laughs> and BDSP didn't do it for me. <laughs> I, I think raids and having a big co-op thing is a great direction. I do think they need to make I don't know why they're so scared of communicating better. stuff. Yeah, I don't yeah. understand their I don't I don't know. I, I get that Pokemon like loves like mystery and like 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 even if you go to like Pokemon Go, it's like the 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 mystery of like what's what's in your egg because it's different than the main series games of like you know what's in the egg because you put the two Pokemon in <laughs> <laughs> you you made that egg but like I I think the 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 exciting mystery is like the Pokemon's move set like that's that's like what is it going to have is it going to have Sword Dance is it going to have Nasty Plot is it going to have Spear Shackle Shadow Ball Low Kicks Low Sweep like. They're, yeah, the mystery like, shouldn't be the people on your team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but also, like, the mystery part is for a select group of people who want to go in blind. Yeah, yeah. And, a mil- like, ev- it happens every time a new dungeon is released in almost every game. There's a set group of people who will who will literally say, I'm going in blind, this is my first run, and I haven't looked at anything Mm-hmm. And then there's the majority of people are like, well, I watched all the videos, so I know what's happening. I just don't know how to execute it in yeah. game because I needed to know what's happening because I don't I don't want to have to learn this on the fly because that's not fun for me. So, like, there is a core group of people that can go in blind, but I don't think necessarily telling you what level it is. Or what level you should roughly be. should be <laughs> is is ruining that experience of going in blind because you still don't know what the Pokemon is going to do, what moves that it has. Even the like, turn order. Like we were all tur- shocked that it didn't open up with two different right. things. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people who won't do these raids until the second weekend because of that. They want to see what it was so they can prepare so that they can do it quickly and have a better use of their time. It's it I don't know necessarily why they make decisions or like this that corporate think of like this is how we think things are fun it's like niantic's whole thing about only walking is fun and you should only ever walk get those legs moving get those legs like when they get locked into like a corporate idea of like that and and just convince themselves that this is the only viewpoint i think things generally suffer because you could make minor tweaks preserve that viewpoint and still meet the needs of other people but what if you were a level 54 Berserker? I mean, I should be able to do it. I did it with four backs caliber, but I don't have a switch anymore because it melted. All right. Uh, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the 3DS eShop. Uh, technically the Wii U, but nah, no, no one bought that console. I have it. Mine was stolen. All right. We will be all right. Mine <laughs> <laughs> stolen. We will be right back. This podcast is brought to you by Brilliant. Brilliant Brilliant.org is the best way to learn math and computer science and computers all interactively. Things with computers. You can learn them. Brilliant has thousands of lessons from foundational and advanced math 
to AI, data science, neural networks, and more. There are new lessons added monthly. I've used Brilliant in the past because I was someone who actually liked doing math in school. I like coming to a concrete answer there. So when I felt like I wasn't having enough of a concrete answer in different things in my life, say at the beginning of the pandemic, I subscribed to Brilliant and was able to just solve a fun little math or physics problem every day. And I don't know, I had fun, I enjoyed it, and I felt like I was renewing skills that may be applicable to jobs in the future. So I would say Brilliant is an enjoyable experience. Well, if you want to do math, and learn intuitively, go ahead and try everything at Brilliant. It's brilliant.org slash PKMNCast. That is our special link. Give it a shot. See if you like it. Try everything that they have to offer. Learn math. Learn about computers. Do all sorts of things. You know, learning new skills is great. So go to brilliant.org slash PKMNCast to start your 30-day free trial and the first 200 people will get 20% off their annual subscription. Go learn something. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. I've, this is recorded fresh every time, by the way. There's, uh, It's always the brand. You can stand out with a beautiful website. You can engage with your audience. You can sell anything, your products, your content, your time. You can sell it all. Greg, what are we selling this week? Well, this week... It's kind of a catch-all because we all know how impressive and important it is to get every form of Vivian in your game. You're going to need to make a website that's going to list the postcards, the amount of postcards you need, and the pattern that goes with. And then you can have check marks, but more importantly, you can, you can schedule appointments for people to come to join your game. Next Thursday is Modern Week here in <laughs> Scarlet and Violet, and we're only doing Modern Vivian, so everybody come. You can send out email campaigns saying, hey, everybody, collect your postcards this okay. week. It's going to be a mad rush. But also, you're going to have analytics to say who joined, and more importantly, who switch melted from adding a Vivian to their game. So you can also secretly keep track of the crashes that are caused potentially by this bug of making a bug appear in your game. Ah, bugs on the bugs! You can blog about your experiences catching Vivian. You can put up pictures of your Vivian in-game for others to you can have. You can have them send you pictures. Take your best pattern picture and send it to me. Run contests. It's connected all to your social media accounts. And Squarespace makes it easy to track your Vivian. So if you are interested in creating this Vivian tracker and social media Vivian manager, and when you're ready to launch, use offer code PKMNCAST to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. And we are back from our break. Hey, the Wii U and 3DS eShops are closing. That's a thing. They're going to close. Does this mean my bank ceases to function forever? No, they, they well, we don't have information on that yet. Yeah, so that, yet. that's the thing here. 
I'm going to be honest. I thought the eShop shut down at the start <laughs> of the year. I was like, why would you why would you have it in the middle of the year? So this was news to me in the fact that I was like, oh, it's still up. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can see the confusion. So March 27th, it'll no longer be able. You can't purchase anything anymore. You won't even be able to download free content. Uh, so no game demos or anything like that. So everything everything will should be shut down on March 27th. You're probably thinking the confusing part is last year in May of 2022, you could no longer use a credit card to add funds. And then as of August of last year, you were no longer possible to use an eShop gift card to add funds but you could still redeem download codes up to this point. So if you have a digital download code for Super Smash Brothers 3DS, probably probably should use that. Or if you have an account, an eShop account shared with your newer devices and upload money to the eShop account on the newer devices, you should be able to purchase things from the eShop on 3DS or Wii U. Um if that works for you, it didn't work for me. I think I may have switched eShop accounts at some point. Hmm. We're recording this podcast on the 19th. It'll come out the 20th, so that means exactly one week to go. We have no clue what's happening with Pokemon Bank or Pokemon Transporter or... They... Or the future of Pokemon games <laughs> being accessible in the future in general. Now, the eShop is closing, so realistically... You could still wonder trade, surprise trade. I don't know when they changed the name. You could still do that in like Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. Mm, yeah, they're yeah. not. They're there not was wonder trade back then. So yeah, we have we have no details of what is the future of Pokemon Bank and Pokemon Transporter, except the one time they said that don't worry, it will still work after the fact. But that doesn't answer any <laughs> questions for people who like. I don't know. Like, I, I, I kind of feel like the Pokemon company, maybe hopefully this week, should remind people yeah. to get this. Yeah. But also, how many people are going to, like, panic and get it and then give it $5 for it to be theoretically free? It's very hard for to give it $5 yeah, right Yeah, I don't now. know. How would so you I'm give not it $5? <laughs> how are you going to give it $5? I forgot <laughs> to renew home. Yep. And I, for a hot second, was like, I'm going to let it go. But then it gave me the sad message of there are 2,000 Pokemon without a home right now. <laughs> I went, fine. I saw, I saw an article that it was really funny. It was like, I don't even remember what outlet it was, but it was like, Pokemon games are the top most downloaded on the eShop as closure is em like around the corner. And I was like, but, but they've always been the top games on the eShop. <laughs> <laughs> but this is a new top. This is like, the I'm newer. Sure. This is the newer sure. levels. Pokemon Crystal has been like number one or number two most downloaded in the eShop since it came out on the eShop. I don't think anything has dethroned it, which like makes sense. Like Crystal is the one that gets you a Celebi. It's like better than gold and silver. And if you can only buy one of them, Crystal is, this is the, the one, one to buy. buy. And then I also saw. Uh, I think it's the game completionists. They bought every single eShop game and every single Wii U game on a... I think the Wii U was like 1.2 terabytes. I don't know how big the eShop stuff was, but or the 
the 3ds stuff was but they bought it all to like donate it to a museum for like game preservation which is like really cool um also it was like a lot of money <laughs> to purchase every game good or bad yeah i did not see the reason they they did it other than to just uh match their name of the completionists yeah uh well i'm sure the youtube video ad revenue would pay for it but yeah. i believe their their final goal was to donate it to a museum for game preservation um which is cool uh i think game preservation is is super important i i think it's weird i like we live in a digital age where servers can't i mean nintendo probably has money to make these servers last forever but like honestly who was still downloading or buying 3ds games in the last couple of years i mean some people were they, right I but mean, like not nearly amount. I, i'm not sure how much money it costs to host a store of thousands of digital games that need to be active in different currencies and countries and all that stuff like there is there's still money and maintenance and somebody they're probably, God, they gotta pay somebody to watch it it's less about the money and more about the maintenance that they don't necessarily want to put the money towards paying somebody to keep them maintaining and up to date in an ever changing code world. At some point, it becomes very expensive to try to keep everything up to date, and they'll just be like, "Just let it go. It's, it's dead." So by the time the next podcast comes out, both stores should be closed. So I guess the takeaway from this news article is. Uh, download Pokemon Bank and Pokemon Transporter. It should still continue to work. Uh, as they Pokemon said, not Nintendo, Pokemon said it should still work. And it should be Do free. That. That's yeah, another it, key it, point. It should be free. Because they said there's free. no way to pay for it otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you were to download any one thing... Dream Raider. Uh, you know, that was not my suggestion, but... <laughs> So there, there is a handful of Pokemon games, right? There is red, blue, yellow, gold, silver, crystal. I don't know. My thought process is if you haven't downloaded them in the last two years, maybe you don't need them. I'm sure they'll come back eventually in some form or another, some console. One would hope. Uh, it, it, there, there's one thing I know about the Pokemon company. They love money. Yep. <laughs> And they love anything Kanto related. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. true. Oh, yeah. Nostalgia is powerful. <laughs> Dream Radar. Uh, it's $3. Um, it is a way to get. I, I would only suggest you getting Dream Radar if you have physical cartridge versions of like HeartGold, SoulSilver, Diamond, Pearl, Platinum. Uh, it does do cool things with those games. It gives you like. Ex Otherwise, a black and white as well, because you need kind of black and white to move. Um, if you don't have any of that stuff, I, you're, I don't think your $3 is getting you any value of Dream Raider <laughs> unless for the, the sake that you want it. You get Again, to meet the first instance of a future professor. Professor Dream Burnett. Raider's, yeah. You get to meet her before you meet her in Alola. It is the first shot. You know, if people... Save the Paul Lind Halloween special simply because it was the first television appearance of Kiss. People should get Dream Radar because it's the first special appearance of Professor Burnett. That's all I'm saying. Dream Radar has been out for 11 years. If you haven't bought it by now, <laughs> that's understandable. I think you would get more value out of a 
I, McDonald's doesn't even have a dollar menu anymore. You get uh, the three dollars is more valuable in your bank account than maybe with Dreamwriter. No, Unless... all the banks are failing. Don't put it's better <laughs> stuffed in your mattress. We're going back to the old depression days, everybody. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> here's this is uh, here's how you know how little Steve thinks of Dreamwriter. Steve's motto is money's no good in the bank. And he is saying, put it in the bank. <laughs> this is how you know Steve does not care about Dream Radar. The, 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 uh, look, I think Dream Radar is kind of cool, except it was like one of those games that existed before mobile games streamlined stuff. So, like, in order to unlock the things of dream radar there's like a timer in that game where it's like you could you only have so much energy to play for like five minutes and then you have to wait 12 hours yeah <laughs> so you yeah. literally have to play five minutes a day multiple times for like two weeks to actually unlock everything and the playing part is not enjoyable but you like, didn't like doing this you you literally have to like if you have a swiveling office chair you're playing your your playing session is like swiveling in your office chair in a circle, trying to catch like a routes floating in the sky. It's not a great. I will pay you three dollars not to play it because <laughs> there you go. The only cool thing I think from Dream Radar again, if you have if you put in a copy, if you put in a copy of Diamond, you get like a special Dialga. You put in a copy of. A heart, a heart gold you get a special ho it's not even that special i think it's just like a ho in like a cherish ball i don't even think it's cher it's, it's you just get a, an extra ho isn't it in a dream ball oh it might be in a, yes yeah, i think you're dream right. balls because it's I the think, dream whatever yes i think the five legendaries from gen four are in dream balls yeah give pokemon go a dollar i don't know <laughs> it's like a way easier experience okay the actual thing you should download is the sun and moon demo. That's the one thing, if you're listening to this podcast this week, go and download the sun and moon demo. Now, that will ask for like 15 minutes of your time. It's really not that bad of a 15 minutes. It's it's just, it, it, it's the intro to sun and moon without the cutscenes. There is some different dialogue. Actually, there's probably more Kahili dialogue in the sun and moon demo than in all of sun and moon Kahili is a character surprise lead four member but anyways when you go through the sun and moon demo you get ash greninja at the end for free and it really like if even if you skipped all the dialogue and did like the five battles against young goose that it requires you'd be done in like 10 minutes but there is some exclusive dialogue in that demo that wasn't in sun and moon like the demo was not just a First 15 minutes of Sun and Moon. It was somewhat curated. Um, and it's free. And it gives you Ash Greninja. And it's the only way to get Ash Greninja. Um, there's no other way to get that. So go. Can Ash Greninja go to home? Yes. Okay. So I can just sit in your home forever and not be allowed in any other game. Technically, you should be able to move it to Scarlet and Violet when home works out. Because they did nerf Battle Bond. And why would they do that? If they... <laughs> yeah, there, there, there shouldn't be any restrictions of moving Ash Greninja from home into. Well, Ash Greninja has Battle Bond, and Battle Bond is not a breedable ability. So, um, 
yeah, you sh- you should do that. You should you look. You just have to download it. You don't even have to play it. Just go and download the Sun and Moon demo for free. I think that's the only Pokemon demo mystery. I, I, maybe there's a mystery dungeon demo. Um, there was an Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire demo, but I don't remember what we got from it. I don't think you, you got anything. I don't think you got anything either. I think maybe you got like a. 20 potions or something. Yeah. Not worthwhile the way Ash, Ash Greninja is. So that's an easy go and download it for free. You don't even have to worry about the whole payment mess that everything is in right now. Look, it's, if you're listening to this podcast and or your and or your Bobby, start plugging your 3DS right now because I know it's dead. There's no power to it. Plug it into the wall. And then hopefully in a day or two, you remember to power it on and then download that demo. Oh, I think so didn't you, you got a Mega Glalie from Auris. Mega Glalie? Yeah. That's so random. But okay. I don't remember this. <laughs> Are you gaslighting us? <laughs> no, mine the Bulbapedia. And I, they have a picture of the Glalie. I'm like, oh, I re- vaguely remember this. Because it came with the Glalatite. Oh yeah, very very cleverly, Japanese cleverly got this, named. Japan got the Steelix, and America got the Glalie. And then you also got Nuggets and Heart Scales and a bunch of other stuff. Go power on your 3DS. Go do that. Find your plug because you haven't charged it in three years. Plug it in, then go do it. And, and look, you already look. Listen to me, listeners. You already have 400 games on Steam that you bought on a summer Steam sale that you haven't played. You you don't need a fourth version of Pokemon Red. Like, the Pokemon company already has enough money. Unless you're going to play that version of Pokemon Red, you probably don't need it. You haven't bought it in, like, four years. So, just... Maybe <laughs> I'm fine. a completionist. Maybe I want, just want it. Maybe a prominent <laughs> Pokemon host told me money's no good in the bank. I... I know there are people that are going to buy all of them and then their 3DS is going to die and then they're never going to play them again. <laughs> It'll be okay. Hey, if you were to buy anything, though, Pokemon Crystal does get you a Celebi. Uh, and you can technically shiny hunt that Celebi um, if you want to do that, too. Um, I don't know. It's your money. Spend it how you want. <laughs> don't buy Dream well, Raider. Can. <laughs> or buy Dream Raider. I don't know. 11-year-old game. <laughs> All right, this is uh, this is off Pokey Beach. Uh, a Pokemon judge receives a lifetime ban for harassing transgender players at a tournament. Uh, this was a this was a pretty recent tournament. Uh, this was back in Vancouver. Pokemon Company International permanently banned a certified judge for participating in the Pokemon in the Pokemon community following transphobic behavior towards a group of players at this past weekend's Vancouver Regionals. According to player Elizabeth Barbara, Barbara, I'm sorry if I said your name wrong. uh, During the event, a Texan Pokemon judge asked to take a selfie with her and a group of transgender players who were part of a competitive Pokemon TCG team called Girl Power. He requested to step outside the event to ask them questions about the transgender community. He started off positive, asking how Pokemon judge could judges could do more better and be more exclusive. Inclusive, Um, inclusive, not exclusive, inclusive. inclusive. Uh, the more important part is the players filed a complaint through Pokemon's official support system. Uh, and literally later that day, the uh, judge was. What is the correct word? Fired? Banned? Banned, Banned. is probably the correct word. Because they're pretty sure they're voluntary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're not getting. You're not getting fired. <laughs> I was a Pokemon judge at one point. You're not getting paid for that. 
And they were banned for life, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I read I read this thing and as it went on, I got more and more angry. This the oh my gosh. Yeah, if you want to read the whole thing, it's on Poke Beach. It's infuriating. And I'm going to say one thing to all your listeners. If you have the slightest thought about he didn't do anything wrong. Yes. Yes. That yes, no. Everything was wrong. Minorities aren't your educators. We aren't. So if you like think, oh, I'll just go ask them a bunch of invasive questions. That's a bad start. Don't ever do that. If you find a person in your life that is willing to tolerate you asking the dumbest questions that could be looked up on Google, buy that person dinner every day for a month because they are putting up with you. It is not our job to educate you. It is not up to us to make you a better person. Do that on your own time and do not do what this person did at all. It is not. It is not okay. It is not right. So don't. And if you don't even think it didn't sound that bad, it was that bad. Yeah, good for the Pokemon company for taking action so quickly. I'm not sure we can uh, say that, so quickly. Maybe it was so quickly that day, but it did sound like that person had received complaints before. Yeah, there mm-hmm. is in there the potential that there was another complaint filed. But I, So that is a thing that is difficult in these situations because it is uncertain what happened with the first complaint. Yeah, Generally, you as a corporation say we're going to take we're going to lay out what needs to happen and you should never do this again because mm-hmm. it's generally bad publicity to be like, I always, I was never told I had one infraction and then I was let go. Like that is generally a bad situation. So it's always hard to say like there were like how many complaints happened before. In this case, it does sound like there was perhaps only one, which is usually, it's usually understood that an organization is going to sit down and say, Maybe you didn't know. Here's why that was all terrible and never, ever, ever do it again. So that that one's a little difficult, but the but I'm proud of them for like getting the complaint on that day being like, same day. Bye bye. You're gone. Trans issues aside, because there's a lot of them and I'm glad that this was resolved. Uh, women in the Pokemon space already have it hard enough. The amount of. The amount of difficulty they have to go through is is it just so disheartening and so frustrating. And uh, like the last tournament I went to was the uh, Milwaukee Regionals. And I think in the VGC aspect of it, uh, there were, we had what, like 300 players. I think maybe only 10 of them were women. It was yeah, like the gender so balance tiny. is always yeah. kind of absurd for such a huge um, event. My uh, <laughs> cat. <laughs> <laughs> I remember my friend walking back from her first battle and was like, "Yeah, the dude I sat across from explained to me how my entire team worked. I know how my team worked. I've I've been using it for several months." And I was like, "I'm I'm sorry. Like, I wish you would have won so that <laughs> like they felt even worse after. It just it just sucks. Yeah, yeah. The environment isn't isn't always great to begin with. There are there is the added." Uh, factors of every individual person who attends and what and the way they are acting but when a judge is acting this way that is a big issue yeah. that pokemon has in their equal 
equality, equity, diversity, and inclusivity policy, and they've had since 2019 not to discriminate against gender, gender identity, gender reassignment, or sexual orientation, any of those things. And then I think this year, they added in their standards of conduct to not in in their respect section of their set of their standards of conduct to avoid dead naming or misgendering opponents things like that just yep. straight up in their standards of conduct yep pokemon has these rules to try to foster an inclusive environment in a number of different ways but it it all comes down to the people who are there yeah i mean it is interesting like they do make a point in the article like this <sighs> There should be, as a person who was a trainer and still believes in training, like when you become a, there should be a training that they should take as far as not only what you need to do to be a good judge, but also there needs to always be some form of training to cover diversity. You still need to inform a frighteningly a lot of people the basics of what it means to just be a decent person and respecting diversity and keeping your mouth shut. And I I do, I do sort of agree. Like there probably should be a, people don't get enough training as it is. There should just in general be more of a quick, take this online course that is going to cover situations that you run into real situations and what you should do to handle them. I don't even know what the questions are for the judge stuff. When I when I took the judge thing, which was gosh, back 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 during black and white, I don't remember any questions that were specifically toward there was like a couple like towards like maybe bully, like like maybe one or two bully related questions, but most of it was like technical game questions. Mm-hmm around like pokey powers or abilities or they were still um, more focused on their game than their community yeah their turn order and stuff uh and i was a pokemon judge i think for like three years in a row you have to like take that quiz every year um to like renew it. Oh, you, at least you used to again i haven't i haven't looked into the program and i remember all three years i took it it was like it's like the same i do know they added a bunch of other questions what did you say hannah that was like 2019 uh, 2019 was, it sounds like, when their inclusivity policy was updated. Mm, yeah. Okay, so to switch gears on a lighter note, uh, Pokemon Masters is getting a brand new character. Uh, Here it comes. Ball guy, ball guy <laughs> is coming. <laughs> we should have known. Still hope for Mirror B. One day. One day. Uh, I believe they announced this last night. Yeah, uh, this is off. Ni- yeah, this is off Nintendo Soup uh, announcement of a series of events featuring Ball Guy, a Pokeball mascot character introduced in Sword and Shield. It will kick off the event Gallers Pokeball Enthusiasts, well, which will introduce the Sync Pair Ball Guy and Amoongus. Uh, it will start on March twenty first, and then there was a trailer for that. I mean, Amoongus makes sense. Doesn't somebody already have Electrode yeah. in? Not, not that that matters too Lieutenant much. Lieutenant Surge has Electrode. <laughs> uh, I, th- I think that's, I think that's the one that has Electrode. There may be others that have Electrode. It's, 
But yeah, I thought about that too. And I'm like, oh, maybe they should give him Hisuian mm. electrode. But oh yeah. But no, the Amoongus, the other Pokeball hidden in the real. They could have done Galarian Stunfisk, which I would also accept it because that. I mean, Amoongus is my favorite Sword and Shield Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> Galarian Stunfisk would have made. Yeah, I think, uh... Is Ball Guy actually a fan favorite character, or do they just try really, really, really uh, hard to make Ball Guy a fan favorite people character? People love I think people, Ball Guy. I think people like Ball Guy. Okay. People yeah. love Ball just Guy. It always feels awkward. It is awkward. <laughs> it is awkward. It is awkward. I love Ball Guy, and it is awkward. Everything, everything around Ball Guy is awkward. Okay. You, you know what's you know what's also slightly awkward? We're getting so much sword and shield stuff during Scarlet and Violet. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong, the bead, Marnie, and Hop Galarian bird outfits, super great. Don't get me wrong, ball guy, super great. Why wasn't that stuff done during it's Sword and Shield? It feels like there seems to be maybe a protection bubble around the story until it's done right like they kept them in reserve until everything was out for sword and shield and they were done and like okay now you can play with them and invite them to the kissing simulator because we're 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 not going to do anything more with them and i have a feeling that's gonna be the way it is for scarlet and violet after the two dlcs we won't see any of that added until later unless they're going to do a special thing it it yeah it, it, i just feel like Keep the Pokemon Company puts them on like a only only in super super special cases because we're not done with them yet list. Yeah, I I mean they did B and Alistair pretty pretty early. Yeah, and obviously Leon and stuff. And I'm probably I'm probably I know Nessa got was there and I think Gordy. Yeah, they do um, have a number of characters. It's just these big main characters. Yeah, and and Ball Guy. <laughs> Handball guy. guy, they're getting wild with their. They're getting. They're getting wild with their partners. I mean, we got. We got weird people being. We have a tourist and a fashion designer that are just random NPCs that are now sync pairs. Like they're just. We we have what Caitlin's Butler. What was that guy? Well, Gosh. Caitlin's Butler was actually. What you battle him like twice? You battle him somewhere. <laughs> he was actually like somewhat made sense. They added the the post like I know a lot of people always say X and Y doesn't have any post game. I mean it does. Uh, they added the Esper girl. Yeah, yep, they did. Can't I can't remember well, her added, name. They added uh, Looker and Annabelle and Esper girl. Esper girl. What is her name? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Does she even have an Esper? No, she has a Crobat, which which like doesn't make sense unless you did the post game where right. she like has a crowbat i feel like like so many for whatever reason like the trope of friendship in pokemon is m yeah the trope of pokemon friendship is very high and the default pokemon is just crowbat yeah (laughs) (laughs) there's only one there's other pokemon that evolve via friendship it doesn't just crowbat just crowbat well i it's Um, for some reason they really like poison sink bears <laughs> and i don't understand why 
because Falkai is also a poison sink bear. And I don't get it. I don't get why there's such a weird focus on poison types and masters. Uh, I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if Ball Guy is enough to convince some people to play masters. Guess we'll see. I mean, if Ball Guy ends up at the kissing simulator, that's going to bring people in by the hordes. Yeah, I mean, sh- sh- sure. Uh, <laughs> they, they, <laughs> you know, I don't. I don't think. I don't think any news can top ball guy being added to pokemon masters so i think we'll wrap up there again keep your eyes out for something related to the 3ds eShop closing this week hopefully hopefully uh, there will be I hope some sort of time, communication yeah i hope by the time this podcast comes up there's there's something saying that download these or this is safe or this is our plan going forward or who knows? I, I honestly thought in the last year, like the Pokemon company would release like a dedicated app to like replace home and bank or not home. <laughs> well, I hope they replace home uh, to re- replace bank and transporters. That's just like this is your one way app just yeah. to send things to home to the future because there's no point in storing them in bank anymore. Like just give me a transporter app that skips the bank step and goes right to home and that didn't happen. And th- that would be f- very foolish of them to release an app this week and be like, all right, you got one week to that. Like, <laughs> uh, so again, I don't. I don't know, like even even if they were to do, can they even update Pokemon Bank or like Transporter this week? Like it, I mean, it that could, would be risky, but that would be wild. It, it, it like it kind of is what it is at this yeah. point of the only thing I can think of is they could add an up an update to it that was like here like it will read your boxes and give you a QR code and then you can do that on your phone and it will transfer yeah. them to like I could see them doing that which I they think don't it's need. too late for an update I think so too yeah probably and just that the future I, I of honestly, bringing your Pokemon forward from the older games or playing the older games is kind of all in question right now. I mean, that's what I thought. I thought the app, I thought there would be an app or an update to the app that would just, here's a QR code, scan the QR code, these Pokemon move over. I don't know. Maybe I guess QR codes are not safe or secure or they're not copy and paste to do a <laughs> duplicate more. I, I, I don't know what the solution is, but. Like I, We're just going I, I forward know, without a solution. <laughs> yeah. I know that there are a ton of people out there that want to move every single Pokemon forward, myself included. But I also know we are in the minority. Like there are just so many players out there that they don't care about moving. Like the Pokemon to them is uh, they played from start to finish. They got credits. They moved on to a different game. But for the people who want to move forward, that's a pretty important yeah. thing that has been a thing since Ruby and Seth. I mean, technically before that, but then they did that <laughs> weird separation thing. Um, for the people who want to play the old games and move things forward from the old games. I mean, I was one of the people who had moved pretty much everything forward from my old games. But if I were to go back and replay for any reason, moving things forward from now on is going to get harder and harder. I mean, it's kind of like... It's kind of the reason I like to play old games, because I know if I do a playthrough of, you know, Leaf Green, I can move those Pokemon forward and be like, 
this was my weird summer run of leaf green and these are the pokemon i used now they're living in pokemon home like i think that's cool it's why i don't care about cartridge versions of red and blue because like i can't i can't do i can't move those forward Mm -hmm. also i i have bad eyes i can't play on original (laughs) gameplay (laughs) i can't see that screen anymore i don't know how i saw that screen as a kid (laughs) a lot of worm lights oh yeah uh we will be back next week uh some some stuff scheduled this week uh twitch is doing this big 64 person twitch rivals tournament um for scarlet and violet day one is trying to get through the game as fast as possible day two is taking the pokemon you caught through your playthrough and trying to make a competitive team um i believe that should start 4 p.m. Central Time on Wednesday, and then uh, the day two is 4 p.m. Central Time on Thursday. Uh, so that's like a cool, unique thing that Twitch is doing. Uh, Wolfie Glick is hosting that, uh, which is really cool. Um, and then on Friday, the 24th, we'll be doing a charity stream over on Twitch. Uh, we'll be raising money for Born Free. Uh, that is uh, to keep animals in the wild and safe and all that stuff animal preservation i believe it's called uh so we're gonna be raising money for that charity uh so that's that's what's on the docket this week and then decidui it gets repeated again this weekend so if you missed decidui the first time decidui will come back through one more time and yeah uh that that's this week uh anyways thank you greg thank you hannah we will see you guys next week this has been another episode of the pokemon podcast and we are super effective Downloading Poke Transporter, apparently. And Dream Super Radar. Effective. <laughs> Not Dream Radar. It's bad. <laughs>this podcast is brought to you by patreon a huge shout out to our producers of the episode starting with steven k william tony stewart ryan nate matthew bovine Catherine, casey josh jessica gray courtney chris brian anthony and our executive producers of spencer and brady thank you so much for the continued support if you too would like to support us on patreon you can head over to patreon.com slash p-k-m-n-c-a-s-t that is patreon.com slash p-k-m-n-c-a-s-t and you can sign up to get a bunch of rewards including having your name read at the end of the episode thank you for listening and we will see you next week